It's a happy Friday. Declare victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Morning, Brother Michael. Brother Michael, good morning. Happy Friday, sir. Good morning, Andrew. How you doing? Hanging in there, brother. How about you? Oh, about the same. <laughs> it's, uh, Staying it's, safe. Been tum- it's been tumultuous, but it's been okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you want us to remember you? Yes, please. Birth-related stuff. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Sure. No. No. No problem. No problem. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, there. There's a lot. There's a lot going on right now, and and uh, as as brothers, as, as men who know the Lord, we we need to lift each other up because uh, depending on where you are. And, and when you're there, uh, it's, 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 it's not safe. Now, we travel under the Lord's protection, but again, uh, his will is his will, and we need to have our head on the swivel. You need okay. to be aware of where you are. You need to be aware of what's going on around you. You know what I mean? And yes. stay, stay prayed up, brother. That's why I mean, I'm opening up. And- yeah, Good yeah. Good morning, Sister Susie. Happy Friday. Good morning. I want to put a quick prayer request in, if I can. We had to uh, rush Rick to the. We went by to the hospital yesterday. He fell off a ladder and busted his head open. But um, he's okay. They just had they had to staple staple it back together. But he didn't, he didn't have to stay in the hospital. So. But he's home. So if we could just pray for a quick recovery, that'd be great. Oh yes, ma'am. Yes, yes ma'am. Touch. Thank you so much. Oh no. Judy Bell, sister. Hey, Sister Yvonne, happy Friday. God is good all the time, and all the time yeah. God is good. That's, that's why we're both here and up in, in, in Adam this, this morning. That's the only yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. Good, to, good to hear you, sister. Good to hear you. Uh-huh. It's a happy Friday at Declare Victory. My name is Andrew, and the joy of the Lord is our strength. Who's with me on the call? Good morning. It's Sharon from Hayward. Hey, Sharon from Hayward. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you as well. Uh-huh. It's a lovely morning at Declare Victory. It's Men's Day. On this Friday in November, who's with me on the call? Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Friday. Hey, Prosperous Pam. Happy Friday.
Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. Put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord, serve other gods. For the Lord our God, he is he it is that brought us up and our fathers out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, and which did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way wherein we went and among all the people through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out from before us all the people, even the Amorites, which dwell in the land. Therefore will we also serve the Lord, for he is our God. The joy of the Lord is our strength on this Friday, November 13th. My name is Andrew, who's with me on this call. Happy Friday. It's Nurse Shane Nikisha. Hey, Nurse Nikisha. Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday. Good to hear you, Sal. Likewise, likewise. Joshua said unto the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He's a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions nor your sins. If ye forsake the Lord and serve strange gods, then he will turn and do you hurt and consume you. After that, he hath done you good. And the people said unto Joshua, Nay, but we will serve the Lord. Joshua said unto the people, Ye are witnesses against yourselves, that ye have chosen you the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. Now therefore put away, said he, the strange gods which are among you, and incline your heart unto the Lord God of Israel. And the people said unto Joshua, The Lord our God will we serve, and his voice will we obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day, and set them a statue and an ordinance in Shechem. Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God and took a great stone and set it up there under an oak that was by the sanctuary of the Lord. It's a beautiful day to declare victory. My name is Andrew. And we're here to serve the Lord. Who's with me on this call? Good morning. It's Krishanda. Happy Friday. Good morning, Krishanda. Happy Friday. God bless you. God bless you as well. Good morning, Sunshine. Good morning, Sunshine. Happy Friday. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Um, Brother Andrew, this is Mona. Happy Friday. God bless you, Mona. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. 
Good morning, Declare Victory. This is Sister Shantae. Happy Friday. Have a blessed day, everyone. Good morning, Sister Shantae. Happy Friday. Be blessed as well. Thank you. Happy Friday to Declare Victory. My name is Andrew, and we're here to give God the first praise of the day. Did anyone just join me on this call? Well, everyone, according to the clock on the wall, it's time we got started. So I'm asking everyone who can hear me, and even those who can't, Please place your phones on mute, activate the feature, and make sure periodically through the call this morning that you check to make sure that the mute feature is undisturbed until such time as we're asked to come off mute to offer praises or comments through life, love, life, and victory at the end portion of the teaching. Good morning again. My name is Andrew again, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here at Declare Victory. Who are we? This is who we are. We're a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we're here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Today is Men's Day. Only men are scheduled in a lineup to bless you this morning. Please be sure to join us daily in this month of November for the theme is entitled Reset. Once again, the theme for November is Reset. Our wonderful and gifted declares will definitely bless you. Two announcements are before us today. Firstly, please join us for Friday Night Live tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time by calling the same number. You will be blessed. Story title this evening is Pull Up. Next. We encourage you, partner with Declared Victory, in giving in an effort to share the gospel, both locally and abroad. You can do so three different ways. First way, visit declarevictory.org. Second way, paypal.me slash declare victory. Third way, cash app, dollar sign, I declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and your trusting in Him. Prayer requests on the online app were not used this morning, but we have several prayer requests that were brought to our attention this morning. We're lifting Brother Michael up this morning from stem to stern. We're asking the Lord to bless him indeed. We're also praying for Rick, uh, Sister Susie's husband. He uh, had some medical issues and he was taken to the emergency room and he is back home, but he's still in need 
of care for his comfort and his healing. There are other residual requests that we still need to raise. <coughs> Excuse me. We're still praying for the children, the ones that are incarcerated, the ones that are separated from their parents, the ones that are in distress, the ones that are hungry and homeless. We're praying for the adults that are feeling constricted and pressured and hopeless due to the pandemic and the underlying uh, effects from uh, the economy, uh, mobility, uh, prices, their finances, and just that feeling of danger creeping around you, okay? Our hope is in God. And those that know the word of prayer need to lift those who do not. We're praying for the first responders. We're praying for the safety of our men in the streets. We're praying for the safety of our women in the streets. We're praying for those that are under human trafficking. We're praying for the leaders in the nation. We're praying for those who have the conviction to abide by the right. We're praying for those who do not fear God or regard man, the widow, the orphan, or the stranger among us. We have all of these requests, but we're praying for families. We're praying for our friends. We're lifting ourselves up. We're lifting up the yokemen of the gospel who cover us in prayer before the Lord. All these and more that we bring to the throne. Could you please put your phone on mute? Thank you. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jeff. The declaration will be brought by E.K. Dawson. That order once again. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jeff. The declaration will be brought by E.K. Dawson. Immediately following, Brother E.K. will lead us in closing comments in Love, Life, and Victory, where he will add to his teaching and give further insights into what he brings. The scripture for today is from Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, please check your phone once again. Make sure the mute feature is activated and depressed. From this point on, the hands of the call are in that of the first prayer warrior, Brother Jeff. My name is Andrew Hart. I now pass the call. God bless you all. Brother Jeff, if you're praying, we can't hear you. Our Father, our God, our Creator, 
given every good and perfect gift, protector of our souls, author and finisher of the faith we have in thee. Father God, as we come down down before your holy throne, we just want to thank you for who you are, for what you are to us. We thank you for your reign and rule. We thank you for the beauty of your holiness. Father God, we thank you for your mercy and your compassion, your loving kindness. Father God, we thank you for your provision, how you give us the ability to gain wealth. Father God, you feed us with our daily bread and you promise to clothe us. You, Father, you're so good to us. We thank you. We travel under your protection, Father God. You go before us, Father. You fight our rear guard. You send your warring angels, Father, to look over us, to keep harm away from us. We thank you for that, Father. We thank you for everything that you've done for us, Father. We thank you for the thoughts you have towards us, thoughts of blessing and not harm to have us meet an expected end. We thank you for your divine will, Father. We thank you for your chastening hand, Father God, because you said in your word, whom you love, you chasten. We thank you, Father, for how you know us, Father. You told us that our names are graven in your hands, Father God. You told us that a, a nursing mother may forget her child, but you would never forget us. You told us, Father, that you would never leave us or forsake us. And we call on you this morning, Father God, because we need you. Father God, it would be, it would be awesome if we could just come to your throne and not need you. But we need you, Father God, especially now. Father God, there is pestilence creeping through the darkness in the land, and we need you. There are people that are vulnerable to this, Father God, those that know you and those who don't. And there are people, Father, that don't seem to be phased by the danger. And Father God, danger is out there. But we trust in you, Father God, and not in ourselves. We trust in you, Father God, and not in man. And Father God, we ask that you lead us and guide us according to your promise. Let your Holy Spirit speak to us, Father, and keep us safe. Father God, give us a word in season to speak to those who are without hope, to those who have given up, to those who choose not to acknowledge that you are. And you said in your word, Father, if we are to worship you, we have to acknowledge that you are. We have to believe that you are. And we have to worship you in spirit and in truth. So we need you, Father God. We ask that you bless Brother Michael, Father God. He's your child, Father God. And he needs you right now. Meet the need, Father God. Bless him. Bless him indeed. Father God, we're praying for Rick this morning. We're asking you, Father God, to comfort him. Relieve his pain, Father God. Speed his healing, Father God. He's your child, Father God. You are his father. 
and he's crying out to you, Father. And we lift him up collectively before you, Father. We ask that you remember the children, Father God. You told us that we should suffer the little children and forbid them not. You told us that we should mark them and not harm them because their angels see your face in heaven. Father God, we ask that you protect them, relieve them, speak to their spirits, Father God. Calm their, their fragile minds, Father. Grab them by the strings of their spirits and hold them as only you can to reassure them, Father, that you will restore the years that the locusts have eaten. We need you, Father God. We ask that you touch them. We ask that you bless the people that are most at risk with the virus, the healthcare workers that are tending to them, Father, in their weakened state, the first responders, the police, the paramedics that have to go assist in transporting these patients to the hospital. Protect them, Father God, and bless them for their kindness and their sacrifice. Father God, we're asking you to stay the hands of those same individuals who may want harm to come to the patients who are in weakened state. Father God, change the hate in their heart to love, for you are love. Father God, we ask that you remember marriages and families that may be frayed at this point. Give them peace. We ask that you touch the hearts and strengthen the yokemen of the gospel, the yoke women of the faith, the ones that cover their congregations and their friends and family in prayer with fastings and supplications night and day. We're asking you, Father, to give them what they stand in the need of right now. We love you, Father God. We need you. We can't do this without you. The way is too long. The way is too hard. The enemy is too strong. But you are the almighty God. You are high and lifted up. You are power beyond measure. You are kindness beyond ten. Father God, you are amazing. You are awesome. And we just assemble here this morning, this morning on Friday, to call on your name and thank you and show our appreciation for what you've done for us in just the past evening, that we can get on this call knowing who we are, knowing who you are, is a blessing, Father. For so many this morning cannot do the same. We thank you, Father, and we need you. We love you. Come speedily and make no tearing, Father God. We need you in our situations. Protect your children in the land, Father God. Protect those that are vulnerable from wicked men in high places who don't fear God or regard the vulnerable. Father God, we need you. You can change hearts, Father. You showed us with Nebuchadnezzar. Father God, you showed us. You showed us, Father. Show us again. Bless your name, Father God. We laud you, Father, for all your glory. And Father, as we prepare to take our phones off mute, to call on your name out loud, collectively, praising you, Father, 
for you are so worthy of all praise and glory. We ask you to forgive us of our sins, Father God, serving our prayers. We call on your name, Father God. Only you can be called, Father God, with humble love on our lips, Father God. Hallelujah, Father God, I come to you right now in the name of your Son, Jesus, the Christ, Lord God, the Savior of the people, Lord God, I bless your magnificent name, I ask for grace and mercy and covering this day, Lord God, I ask for your protection, Lord God, I thank you for the help that you give me, the sound of my life, the fortitude, Lord God, oh God, and I thank you, God, for my belief in you, I thank you, God, because you chose me as your child, Lord God, you know me better than anyone, Lord God, you are my king and my savior, God, I bless your name, I pray for your people, Lord God, those who don't know you, God, those who desire a closer relationship with you, Lord God, I pray that you make your presence and your power known, God, I bless your name, Lord God, I am weary in spirit, Lord God, my spirit is stressed, I have Lord God. I pray, Lord God, you will lay it at your feet, Jesus. Lay it there and leave it there right now in the name of Jesus. God, I place my job before you. Hallelujah. I place my manager before you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, I know in every time, Lord God, you have protected me, Lord God. And I was the victor. So God, go before me in my thoughts and in my actions and my attitudes and in my presentation, oh God, oh God, save my God, Lord God, hallelujah, don't let your remorse be until you say it is time for me to go, Lord Jesus, I bless your magnificent and holy name, God, I pray for those people of our God, I pray for the disability of our jobs, Lord God, I pray for my manager, Lord God, that you will turn the perception of me, Lord God, oh God, I pray that I'm able to upright a situation which I know is unfair, but God, I accept your will. I accept your will in my life, God. Forgive me for my uh, struggle, Lord God. Forgive me for my resistance, Lord God. Hallelujah. God, I pray your will in my life, God. I pray that you make your will for my life known, God. Blessed be your name. Oh, God, I pray for anyone that is struggling with any type of addiction, Lord God. Any type of depression, Lord God. Any kind of terminal diseases. God, I pray for those who are affected by COVID. I thank you for protecting me, Lord God. I thank you for recovering, God. Hallelujah. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I pray for those who have been affected, those families of those who have lost their lives. Jesus, hallelujah. You are great. No matter what they say, Lord God, no matter what they, what it looks like, God, you you are supreme. There is no one like you. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. No one and nothing comes before you, God. You are greater than everything. So I bless your 
name. I thank you, God, for loving me, Lord God. I thank you, God, for accepting me, Lord God. I thank you for your compassion and your patience with me, Lord God. Your mercy, God. So I bless your name this morning. I bless your name this morning. I bless your name this morning. Bless the flight of the Father going Bless it going and bless it coming home, Lord God. Keep me safe, Lord God. Guide my mind, Lord God. Give me strength, Lord God, and give me revelation of all these things I get in the name of Jesus, my Savior, my Lord, my God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, God.
been having uh, stomach pains and troubles and, and everything else. And I was nervous because I thought it was COVID related, but he's tested, I've tested, um, you know, so everything is, is good. It definitely came back negative, but uh, he was up all night. Uh, he's staying with me for a short time and just was really, really, really uh, troubled. So I haven't been sleeping well because he's been up back and forth uh, to the restroom and just, it's been amazing. And, and in the middle of that, uh, with him going, oh, I haven't been able to sleep because, you know, when somebody else is in your house in another room and you, you hear activity, uh, it causes you to not necessarily be on edge, not, not, not to be on edge, but you're cognizant of what's going on in your home. And I was like, oh, Lord. And, drinking uh you know how we do we we try to doctor ourselves up by drinking ginger ale and medication and this and that and so i i uh i pondered and i stopped and i paused in the midst of lord you know uh everything i was like lord literally was just like lord fix it fix it for him now uh, and give him rest and then i just spoke some things into the atmosphere i told you the story because i was talking i would like to talk about um, the elements of worship, uh, and uh, we see signs uh, in our churches and in our sanctuaries and above the door going in and going out, uh, enter to worship and depart to serve, enter to worship and depart to serve. And if you think about it, uh, where wherever you are, uh, non-denominational, Methodist, Baptist, uh, 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 apostolic, wherever you are, in a lot of the sanctuaries, you hear that phrase, enter to worship, depart to serve. And so today I want to, I want to, uh, challenge you, uh, today with, uh, with my version of reset is enter to worship, depart to worship. Worship is a lifestyle. So whether you're going in, whether you're coming out or whatever, uh, worship. So today, uh, I want to talk about how worship as a lifestyle has had, helped me to reset. Um, and a lot of times we take it for granted and uh, we've seen it. We've seen it now and they've actually sent it out in declaring victory. You see that red button that says reset. So when you hear this, this is my version of the reset button. Did you hear that? That's the reset button. And we think about how many times that God has actually um, reset things in our lives. He's given us a fresh start. He's given us over and over. And if we actually had testimony service right now, uh, we everybody, uh, man, woman, boy, girl, would probably have to raise their hand a couple of two or three times about how God has reset us, restarted us, refreshed us uh, in our lives. And so um, in, uh, uh, you may be familiar with um, uh, the book uh, of John uh, in, in the Word where uh, he's talking about that God is looking for worshipers and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And so the, the real thing is I want to give you uh, some of the keys. And I researched this a little bit and looked uh, and I thought about uh, our brother uh, Marcus Dyson. I thought about him. He had a, a project out a while ago and um, I was listening to it. Sometimes I like to just go over old, older CDs or uh, put them together on like a little song list, a little playlist. Uh, you know, to kind of refresh you, renew you, because sometimes you go back and then you find a song or you find something that you really, really need. Uh, and Marcus is, is an anointed uh, uh, individual, anointed uh, vessel for God. And I was 
uh, going back through some old CDs and this and that. And I had a, a, a friend, and I, 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 I'm going to tell you this story. I hope you don't think I'm babbling. I, I have a friend named Stephen Hurd. Look him up on YouTube. Stephen Hurd. He's a major worship leader across this country. He's the minister of music at First Baptist of Glen Arden uh, in the in the D.C., Maryland area. And um, he taught me this, and this stayed in my mind. It stayed in my mind. Enter to worship, depart to worship. Worship is a lifestyle. Um, and that's my version of uh, the reset. And so uh, Stephen was telling me I was going through a, a, an unusually dry time in worship. Uh, and, you know, you go through the formalities of, of going through, going to church, going to praise and worship. And sometimes it can be spiritual calisthenics. And I don't know if you've ever been there, uh, but I have a wonderful church. I'm a member of the Friendship Missionary Baptist Church in the city of Vallejo. Reverend Dr. Dante R. Quick is my pastor. And I've been there almost all of my life. And uh, we have a wonderful worship team, wonderful worship leaders. Uh, the spirit of worship is all in in the house. But I, I waited to enter the sanctuary and enter the building, 1905, to begin to worship. And um, a lot of times, and we hear it said, but it, it doesn't stick to you uh, until you have that epiphany moment. And when you have that, that epiphany moment, you'd be like, oh, wow. So worship should start, uh, and you hear me say this in my prayer a lot of times, is when God touches you with the finger of love and wakes you up the morning from death to life, that's your call to worship. That's your call. And the the key is when my buddy Steve reminded me uh, of in when I was in a dry place or in a place some people uh, don't even know how to get to worship, how to get to authentic worship. Uh, and in John, it tells you that, that God is actually looking for 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 those that are are worshiping uh, worship, and and He's telling us that He's looking for you. He's looking for you, the ones that worship in spirit and in truth. And we go together in corporate worship. We go together in corporate praise. We go together in corporate prayer. But all that are elements of worship. And so I'm excited uh, to share a few of these elements that I found uh, that go together. Um, it's, it's five of them uh, for worship. Singing is one of them. Ephesians says, uh, speaking uh, to yourselves in Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. And that's Ephesians 5 and 19. That's Ephesians 5 and 19. And that's singing to yourselves is the operative word in there, uh, in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Have you ever, God, given you a new song or given you a, a song or a melody? And that's that's where I, I go back to connect to uh, Marcus Dyson, who, again, I, I, I declare to you is is absolutely anointed vessel. And um, and listening to certain things and certain worship songs, because then they get you stirred up, they get you going. And that's when I, I learned one of the keys to my reset is singing wonderful songs. Uh, sometimes you're just walking around and you just got a song in your spirit or you just humming uh, uh a, a, a actual old hymn or current hymn or modern day hymn or um, uh, what is it called, CCM, what, whatever it is. Uh, it could be an old James Cleveland hymn. It could be out the Red Hymn Book. It could be out of uh, the Church of God in Christ hymnal, whatever it is. 
sometimes those songs, they sustain you. And it gets really good to you when you know the verses, verse one, verse two, verse three, because the deeper that you go in the verses, the deeper you, God, I will allow you to go in your worship. And so it's, it's pretty amazing. I have a cousin and her name is Nisi. Her name is Denise, but of course, uh, you know how we do. I call her uh, Nisi. And Nisi is close to me like my my sister. So she's like my bestie. She's uh, um, she's actually technically she's my second cousin, but we're a year apart. So we grew up together with school together, wind up going to the same. Our families go to the same church or whatever else. Well, Nisi is tone deaf. That's right. I said it. She is absolutely tone deaf. But Nisi will sing a song as if she wrote it. Nisi will sing as if she was Aretha Franklin, and sometimes when she's riding around or got her earbuds in, she sings, and again, I say she is tone deaf, and, and Nisi will sing a song or go into a worship, and sometimes she goes into that place or that space, that zone, and it matters not that she uh, can't do riffs and runs and rolls or whatever else. What happens is when she's singing, whether it's, it's R&B or whether it's spiritual song or whether it's just a gospel song, she's going to sing it with all of her spirit and all of her might, <laughs> and all of her might, I got you, Tanya, and all of her strength, and she gives it to God. And that's where I want to get you to that that we learn. And one of the tips is in our, in our reset is that we learn to give it absolutely to God, that God would give you new songs. He would make up songs in your spirit and that you would sing and it would connect you and ground you and ground you to it. So singing is one of those uh, uh, pieces to worship. But it's not just only singing, because a lot of times we do that. Uh, uh, again, I'll go back to my friend Stephen Hurd. Stephen was the person that told me, this is 20 years ago, that uh, I, I'm not a go-to-sleep on the TV kind of guy. I'm a, uh, uh, I'm a, when the news is off at 1130, I'm going to go in that bed and I'm going to go let it happen. I'm going to go to sleep. You ain't got to uh, walk in the room and call me and say something because I'm going to be asleep. When I lay it down, I'm tired and I am going to sleep and I'm going to snore on you and pull the covers up uh to my neck and go absolutely to sleep and it, and it does not take long um and so <laughs> uh steve told me years ago to listen to news uh not news talk but christian radio so that it can uh uh be in the atmosphere and that you could hear things that would feed your spirit even when you're sleeping or on your way to sleep and that it would actually take hold um, I, I teach my kids, I, I deal with children, youth, and young adults at my church, and one of the things I told them was garbage in, garbage out. And we know when we hear uh, certain songs with certain beats and certain, they, it causes certain spirits to be alluring to you. And before you know it, you're saying something, and something can have a very catchy beat, but could be cussing up a storm or calling women bees or uh, alluring or whatever else, but you can't get that beat out of your head because it attaches, because music has power. And I want to solicit, so there's one side uh, to worship, but there's another side because that music can tempt you and, and send you to a place. And so what he did was he taught me that when you listen to worship music at night or soft listening music, easy easy music uh, that is worship music, uh, you can go to YouTube and go to uh, sleep worship music. It's simple as that. And it'll show you, and it, it plays for two and three hours. Now, I don't know if you want to do that on your radio or your iPad or your phone or 
whatever you have or your your surround sound and your beautiful home, whatever your system is, but it, it saturates the atmosphere just like as in worship, it saturates the atmosphere so that even that you sleep, uh, you can sleep on pillows, uh, sheets of satisfaction and pillows of peace that you can go ahead. That, that sounded real preacherish. Uh, uh, sheets of satisfaction and pillows of peace that you can sleep really, really well and you can sleep under the anointing and you can sleep under the power of God. And so that's one of the attributes of of worship and the number two is is praying uh and, and i asked god to reset my life uh so that i would not i love 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 i grew up again at a, at a very baptist church a very progressive baptist church but yet still a traditional baptist church and i learned to pray from the old men and the old deacons and and the, and the mothers and the deaconess and the prayer warriors but I'm absolutely attracted and enamored to people that have the gift of prayer. And I started to grow. And what was the, the reset thing was uh, in my life was, uh, you know, milk has expiration date on it. When you look at a carton of milk or certain things uh, uh, that are in cans, you look on it and have the expiration date. And then if you eat it you after that expiration date, you're taking a chance. Well, I never wanted to be that stale, expired prayer that you hear that's mundane that everything else i always pray that god would refresh even my prayer life and that i would grow i can take phrases of the old and phrases that i've heard that bless me in my prayer life but i ask god to give me my own prayer language uh, 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 and not just tongues that he would incorporate in my prayer language right uh uh that as i enter worship enter to worship as I would enter the phases of worship that God would do uh, a new thing in my prayer life. And so uh, one of the things that reset me was um, um, uh, uh, Dion some years ago, I hope she doesn't mind me telling this, uh, she, she said it a million times, but when she was going through uh, the beginning of uh, the declaring victory and when she was living in Atlanta and when she was living in different places, she got uh, what was called a prayer closet. And we hear that a lot. Uh, but that's when you literally go into a, a, a space and a place. It doesn't have to actually be a closet, but it, it would be good if you had one. Um, and she would get down on her knees and she would use this phrase that I know that there that, that carpet is worn out because I stayed on my knees or there's an indention or an imprint on her carpet because of how she was on her knees because she would go and she would talk to God uh, and, and in the midst of her situation. And Matthew says, uh, six, uh, Matthew chapter six, verse seven and 15. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathens do, for they think that they shall be heard for much uh, speaking. So be not ye therefore like them, but for your father knoweth the things that ye have need of, and be, uh, that you have need of, listen to this, before you ask. After this manner, Therefore, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men of their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not 
men of their trespasses, neither will the Father forgive you uh, uh, your trespasses. And this is uh, the model prayer. This is what we uh, model our prayers uh, 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 like. But prayer can be silent. Prayer can be in many, many different forms. Prayer can be, I have, I have a book that I got. It's a red book, and all it says is prayers. And it has nothing but every facet of, of prayer. And it gives you the template. It gives you the framework uh, for prayers, and it goes deeper. And so in my reset and wanting to go ahead, I, I'm sorry, I missed the bell. In my reset uh, and wanting to uh, do that, the, this book, has a prayer for our president, wow, how apropos, a prayer for our world leaders, prayer for loss, prayers for abiding love, prayers for finances, prayer uh, in finance, financial success, releasing guilt, prayer freedom, letting go of resentment and bitterness, children with ADD, uh, children with ADHD prayer, uh, pray for our children in school, um, uh, uh, cleaning out a room, uh, the church and buildings, deliverance prayers, prayers for body, mind, and soul, affirmations one, affirmations two. It has all kind of uh, different prayers because I want to grow in prayer, but I want to grow in the power of prayer. I want to grow in the fluidity of prayer. I want to grow. And so I had to do some, <coughs> some things, excuse me, I had to do some things in my reset of prayer. And, and so um, here you go. Um, uh, again, I said prayer uh, can can be uh, silent. Prayers can be said aloud so that others can agree in prayer. That's what we just did. Uh, so that you can even sing a prayer. And to help us remember the important areas of prayer, we like to use the, the acronym. There's a word called ACTS, A-C-T-S. And it helps us. And each letter represents an important part of prayer. So I want to share that with you with those four elements. Adoration acts. So that's the A. Uh, C, confession. T, thanksgiving. And uh, S, supplication. Uh, prayer for adoration is, adoration is a great way to begin your day. Um, it, it is when you take the time to tell God how much you love and how much you appreciate. It's affirming your love uh, to him and how important it is. And many times in our prayer that you begin to ask and you start asking for things. But the West, excuse me, I'm sorry. <clears throat> the best way to begin your prayers, and I mean, I declare, and this is where I had to grow and learn, is to begin your declare, uh, your, your, your prayer is to de declare God and his ways of love and how you love him. Excuse me. Uh, and when you begin to tell God how great he is, that's adoration, how marvelous he is and what he's done and how marvelous he is in your life and what he did for your children, what he does today and how you can see the beauty. And he opened up your eyes to behold the beauty and you thank him for it and the beauty of holiness, the beauty of what you can see. When you begin to thank and give God adoration and praise, that's a great way to tell and know different ways of how you love him. You can get stuck on that, man. You could go in that and start talking about how much you love God and why you love him and, and 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 get stuck there all day. See, confession. Confession is prayers. When you pray in your heart and begin in that right place. Uh, uh, by nature, we're simple. We all know that. And confession 
is a form of acknowledgement of, the, of what is truthful. And so most often we uh, confess our sins, but God already knows our sins. Come on, we, we, we all know that. But however, we still need to confess it and confess them daily. And if we confess our sins, that he is faithful and just to forgive us, right? But I also want to add that uh, another view of confession, sometimes we can add another dimension to the attitude of confession. And that is confession is the greatness of God and that you can always confess your faith. And how about confessing the truth? Ah, he is the way, the truth, and the life. And so uh, uh, confession and prayer, that's the that's C. And then thanksgiving is God has an abundant resource available for every single Christian. That's you, 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 and especially you. And so God in his uh, business and, and, and of, of showering us with our uh, uh, our blessing. He that's his business. That's what he does. God is in the business of showering you with blessings, right? And so the polite thing to do is to thank him for the good things that he does in your life. No matter the condition, it is a good idea to thank God. And thanks is always in order. All right, and that's the prayer of thanksgiving. And then finally. Uh, 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 Thanksgiving. Uh, God has abundant resource for every Christian. And that God is in the business, uh, I, I said that, of, of blessing you, right? And then so, I'm sorry, I, I, where am I? Supplication. And supplication, as I said before, it is for Christians to pile on a request to God. That's supplication. Uh, God, give this, you know, uh, what we say is, God, give me this. God, give me that. Uh, and when you make supplication, you are making a petition for something, and God needs the balance. And oftentimes, it is your supplication uh, that Christians spend the majority of time. And that's fine, but the Bible says to ask, right? And that's what our word says. But, uh, but this should not be your focus. Your prayers should be according to God's will. Thinking in the areas of prayer, adoration, confession, and thanksgiving, but before your request, anything uh, to put it in the proper attitude, your supplication uh, to God needs to be bold. I love when uh, Tanya uh, uh, begins to uh, talk in the spirit, and 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 uh, there are certain things when people say, uh, um, when they just the, the boldness is very uh, uh, is outstanding to me. It's very attractive. It's it, it, it's just amazing to me. And uh, ask for the things beyond yourself. I'll say it again. Press play, rewind. Ask for things beyond yourself. Uh, and let me close this section up, uh, 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 about that. So that's uh, A C D S, right? So that's supplication in prayer. Uh, again, adoration in prayer, confession in prayer, thanksgiving in prayer, and supplication in prayer. Uh, and number two is preaching. Uh, what can we say about preaching? First, uh, Timothy says, uh, 3 and 6, 16 and 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God, and which is profitable for doctrine, reproof, for correction, and instruction, and righteousness, and that men... Uh, it should be in women, but that men of God may be uh, perfect, thoroughly furnished unto the all good works. And there's, so there's 
so many scriptures in particularly in 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 uh in Timothy uh to learn about God you need to get into God's word right uh uh faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God so that is number 3 preaching number 4 of the five elements is giving and second corinthians 9 and 6 and 7 but i say this he which soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly, and he that soweth bountifully shall reap bountifully also shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he has purposed in his heart, so let him give, and not grudgingly or out of necessity, but for God loveth a cheerful giver. For God loveth a cheerful giver, right? Okay, with with all of your heart with all of your soul, you give. And giving is one of the prime objectives of Christian life. It, it, it just is, it just is. Uh, and so, uh, and I'm not talking about giving like Christmas time and, and this and that, but giving. Uh, and our last element is communion. Uh, again, I'm gonna go back to uh, Pastor Quick. Uh, Pastor Quick taught us something as he began to uh, pastor the 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 uh, the Friendship Church. He's been there now ten years, and he did things when he began uh, to have different ministries come together. He would come together. He would set a table on the altar, on the communion table, but he would set up the altar. And what happened was he caused us to realize that you should a communion when you take it, you do it as often as you do this it tells us it tells us but it also brings you together it also brings you in a new beginning right and so uh one of the great things uh about a new beginning uh is that it brings you on one accord it causes you to repent uh to reject anything that is not like him and to come together in one mind and one spirit and as they were eating jesus took bread and he blessed it he broke it and he gave it to the disciples. And uh, there's a sermon right there, but I'm, I'm gonna keep on going. Uh, and he said, take, eat, for this is my body, and this is the cup, and gave thanks, and gave it to them and said, drink ye all of it, for this is the blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many remission of sin. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth the fruit of the vine until the day when I would drink it new in my father. Christians experience um, great privileges in communion. This is the time that true intimate relationship with Jesus, that is a form of worship. Uh, and and it had to uh, reset my mind when you do this, when, when there's a art between a brother and a sister and uh, reconciliation needs to take place. Communion. Uh, uh, because now that we've been doing cyber things, we pass out the communion during the week. The deacon stand out in front of the church and you can come get your communion cup on Saturday, on Wednesday before Bible study, uh, and different times. Uh, and also we'll, we'll drop it to your house in a, in a, in a bag with the, with the, uh, cups and the whole, uh, preparation communion kit. But you can actually do it as a symbolic thing to begin to do new beginnings at home or to cause you to come together and to commune at home. So communion is an actual part. And the last uh, of the elements, the five elements, 
of worship. In your recent enter to worship, depart to serve, worship is a lifestyle. And all those elements, the five elements, uh, talk about uh, marrying them together as a lifestyle of worship, right? Uh, I wanted to uh, talk that and tell you that when you when you turn your worries into worship, God will turn your battles into blessings. That's what worship is about. When you come together on your knees, uh, that God, my new beginning was uh, understanding what the spirit was, the, the, the ruach, uh, which is spelled R-U-A-C-H, which is spirit, which is God spirit, which is a Hebrew word, uh, where he breathes the spirit. And he, I had to ask him to breathe the ruach, uh, which is actually feminine, uh, to breathe into my life and to breathe into my worship and to breathe into those elements, the singing, the praying, the, the, the preaching, the giving, and the communion. And those acts, uh, we see the Ruach in the beginning, in the very beginning uh, where uh, we see in the Bible where it, it talks about Elohim. It, it gets no more in the beginning uh, than Genesis, uh, Genesis 1, chapter 1, verses 2. So Genesis 1, it says, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. That was the Ruach. That was Elohim. That was God. We know uh, Elohim is God in the beginning. Then we know that Elohim is uh, God, uh, the all-powerful one, the creator. And so why I brought that up at the end of of this declaration was I had to ask him to begin again. I had to ask him to reset all those areas of my life that they would line up uh, and so that I would be able to enter to worship, to depart to worship, and that worship would become a key element of my lifestyle, that he would research, I mean, that he would reset uh, my life, right? And that he would quench my thirst with his amazing love and that uh, I would be able to now in worship, uh, I would be able to worship, see the changes and focus on those things uh, which are worship. And the Ruach breathes a fresh breath because of God's spirit. And that's what I had to ask God in my prayer life, in my singing, in the praying, in the preaching, in the giving, and in communion, in those five elements that the Ruach, the Holy Spirit, spirit breath, it's a Hebrew word, would breathe in me, breathe on me, breathe through me, breathe around me. Uh, and then it would create in me a clean heart, renew in me a right spirit, but it would add to my elements of worship. Amen. God bless you. And that is my reset. Praise God. Amen. 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 Any, uh, anybody that wanted to say hello, that didn't get an opportunity to say uh, hello or um, talk, uh, now would be a great opportunity to greet us or if you have any uh, questions for love, light, and victory. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning. Family, Morning, brother. Sir. E. Great yes, sir. <laughs> uh, expedition, my namesake. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, praise God. God bless you. This is Cynthia in Georgia. God bless you. Thank you so much. Good morning in Georgia. Declaration. This is Sister Melinda. Have a blessed Friday. 
All right, all right. Praise God. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Sister Sylvia, good morning. Good morning, it's Krishonda. Thank you for that full course meal this morning. <laughs> Praise God. Hey, bruh, it's Didi. Thank you for um, lacing my socks. <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> Praise God. Hey, y'all, it's Brother Cedric on the line. Thank you for that wonderful declaration. Help me start my Friday off right. Right on, man. Good morning, this is Patricia. Good morning, Patricia. Keep Praise the God. Satisfaction, I, I, pillows of peace. Thank you so much this morning. This is Yolandra. Thank you so much. Yolandra, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, it's Jubilee and Juliet. Enjoy your message. Juliet. Thank you so much. Good to hear your voice. Good morning. Uh, so I, I just wanted to say this. Um, I I don't know, and especially, uh, uh, and you may want to, anybody may want to chime in. Is there anybody that needs a reset? Uh, um and I, I've talked to to people. I, I started surrounding myself with people that were powerful in prayer. I'm I'm attracted to anointed people anyway. Um, but I started even asking God to to draw people that would help me partner in prayer, or not just somebody that is uh, uh, charismatic or just kind of fancy in prayer, because I really, 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 really desire to go deeper and. Just because I'm, I'm uh, a minister doesn't mean that I can't learn or can't be taught in prayer. And one of the things that I, I love, I, I know uh, 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 Pastor Tanya Barr is on the line, but I love people that have a fluid prayer life and can teach you things about prayer and tips and things that, that take us deeper uh, into the presence of God. And I had to uh, get rid of some of my uh, that's why I was uh, was talking about it. Get rid of some of our uh, vain repetitions and go and keep asking God to fill my cup daily of new things uh, to pray about and to expand and broaden my mind. And that's what I love about declaring victory because you hear things and it causes you to think and then you write it down and you research it uh, and then getting prayer books, prayer journals, uh, different things really, really help you in your worship because all those are awesome elements of prayer. Um, uh, prayer revivals, you know, uh, uh, and and then uh, getting a mentor that can help you uh, grow in prayer. Those are the things that help uh, me with my reset. Those are things that help me uh, and growing. And I was telling Tanya, we ran into each other at a, a Kaiser. I was enjoying, but uh, sometimes I have hard time, and this is just uh, the truth. Sometimes the noise of the declaration of the um, of the corporate prayer, sometimes it was throwing me off. And I couldn't tap in. And then I had to realize that it was power in that corporate prayer time because I'm so used to the quiet time or praying in church is not a problem. But uh, jumping in in that corporate prayer, all that noise, but I even learned to focus in 
on that because there's power like a mighty army in that corporate prayer because we're agreeing and we're talking to the same God at the same time. So there are wonderful things and elements that we can pull right here from this very group uh, and that we can learn and model and help us to grow in our prayer lives. Hey, good morning, Dawson. Hey, good morning. Twins activate. I'm glad you said what you just said, especially with regard to the corporate prayer element. Um, this is for the people who don't necessarily have the capacity to even stay online while we pray corporately. Um, there, there is a shift, and what you'll notice, some people would consider or call it noise but yes. the reality is we make a sound corporately that almost activates glory and or presence especially if people are collectively praying from the same location um, and when I say the same location I mean heart posture yes if you notice <clears throat> There are some mornings that we pray and it's super dry, right? It's like everybody is going through the motions. But there are other moments that we have where our corporate prayer sounds like the elements of the earth. Sometimes it sounds like wind. Sometimes it sounds like heavy rainfall. Sometimes it sounds like a storm or a tree blowing. But the truth is, there is a massive amount of power when we pray corporately. Generally, there's something in you that does not want to yield to helping to create that sound. And, and can I and can I can I jump in there? And 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 what happens is, um, I'm glad I, I'm glad you said that. Um, and and you don't know what you don't know, right? And so sometimes people don't know or they don't understand or have not grown to, like you said, the capacity to that area, to, to, your, to your point. And what happens is that's where you have to ask God to open, open you up so that you can grow in certain areas. Because other than that, it will throw you. Matter of fact, they, they won't even come to the call <laughs> until they know that the corporate prayer is over and then they can get, jump in at, at the declaration. Mm-hmm. But you are, you, you are so right. And I remember one one day we I don't I don't think we ever even got well this happened several times but I don't even believe we got to the declaration I believe we just went ahead and went on with the glory and I mean it was and I, I think you or Tanya you guys one of you guys jumped on and was like no we just gonna go ahead and go with this because this that thing took us all the way over and and it shifted so much so that my day changed right it shifted so much. But- that I yeah. felt that I, I, I earmarked that was one of the key points of my life that uh, that that sitting in the corporate that it 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 actually I was like oh god <laughs> you know and I yeah be yeah yeah go corporate, ahead go ahead corporate prayer can completely reset you completely ask ask uh, uh, those that were in attendance. Um, at on the day of Pentecost, yes, yeah, 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 total reset, total wipeout, and not only that, but people ask me a lot of times. Um, th- there are two very important things, and I'm, 
I'm saying this because I'm planting a seed because somebody is called to do something similar to declare victory somewhere else. People call me and ask me what is the formula all the time. Can you tell me exactly what y'all do? First of all, we don't do anything. What happened was it was established. There are two things that are extremely important. That is the time that we spend in the morning acknowledging one another. Just saying good morning. The second thing is corporate prayer. It is when everything about declare victory shifted. I remember when we had to stop um, allowing the ding because there were hundreds of them, literally. And here it is seven years later, and the key element of this gathering is the two things, that because we acknowledge one another and because we are so transparent and spend so much time literally getting to know one another and because of that corporate prayer. So whoever that is that's supposed to launch, listen, this this is a launching pad. That's why we do it. And uh, to to that point, um, there's a young man named Dominique Can Campbell. Uh, he's a minister, uh, operating Lions Campbell's son, um, and uh, there uh, he has worship encounters. Uh, and uh, Pastor James Williams uh, has a church called Grace Point Faith Church in in the city of American Canyon. A lot of people think it's in Vallejo, but it's actually American Canyon. Uh, and there are uh, other opportunities that go where you can go and allow yourselves to open every door and every space because that's the problem. Surrender is the is the is the is one of the keys in in prayer and in worship uh, because we'll let God go into every room of our lives or every area of our lives except for that one door which is closed. It's just like going into your mama's room, you know, or or going into the living room, you know, and going up in at our house. It was almost like it had stanchions across the front of it or whatever else. But once you surrender and let those things down or open those things up and allow the Holy Spirit uh, to come in every area, space, place, and every door in your life, uh, and then that's when you will really see immediate turnaround in prayer and in worship altogether. Yes. Okay, okay. Anybody else? Yeah. yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. This is Didi. I'm in the back of the school, y'all, because Dion, oh, my gosh. So, you know, this whole Declare Victory for me for seven years really grew me up. And so I thank you, EK, for just that reminder of the reset and also about prayer and worship. And, yeah, don't be talking about your cousin um, being tone deaf because that true worshiper, I don't have to sound like, None of the you know people that sing with they good singing because when you worship from a pure place and you worship him in spirit and in truth, none of that matters. But what you said this morning about the mundane prayer, and then when we really tap in and ask for things beyond ourselves, and we can't be selfish with our prayer. So for me, this is just real transparent. Once I learned, because I'm so grateful that I you know belong to a teaching ministry because that spiritual warfare and intercessory prayer class. I learned a lot because I hear a lot. That's why when you said how the, it sounds noisy in corporate prayer sometimes, it, it does. But if you have an ear to hear and you know that for me, I have to stop asking God to bless or to give or to, you know, praying all those little selfish prayers 
And then when I saw the shift is when I learned how to pray, not about others, but for others. So that's a difference. You know what I mean? Like how I'm praying for declare victory to, to grow and just in every situation, but not those uh, about people. You have to pray for them, if that makes any sense. But I just thank God for you, mighty men of God, before who you are and how you show up. So just like Dion and being obedient and, and teaching us to unlearn some stuff, you know, praying from a bitter, you know say something, until you get that bitter root out of you, your prayers are just noise. Anyway, that's just being honest. Because God wants your heart posture, like you said. We can come together, but it's it's the heart. It's the position of the heart. So I thank you for this morning, that dryness and all that got to go, that mundane routine yeah. stuff. You hit it, my brother. I love you. Thank you, sir. Love you too, dear. Right on. Hi, this is Sister Sylvia. This is just so on time. I kid you not, I got up, woke up um, after the call had already started, and I didn't realize the time I was um, going into prayer that I do when I get up in the morning after taking care of the essential things. And I was on my knees and I said to God, I'll be back to finish this prayer. I got to get on this line because it's Friday. There's something about Fridays with this call that just kind of stands out. I don't know what it is. And so I got on and exactly what I needed about not being mundane, not being repetitious, a new and and surrendering way of praying and it just all just came to me just what i needed and i knew i needed to stop and come and listen to see what this was about today had no idea it would be about prayer and how to pray and the um the ways of praying and you know being truthful and i just thank you so much because when i get off this call i know i know exactly what i need to do and i thank you so much god bless you and uh praise God. Uh and and can I tell you, uh uh speaking of being transparent, um, it's because of the testimony of the saints coming back after situations uh and being on this prayer call, you know, a lot of times we don't we don't realize what is actually drawing us to it. Um, but it has actually saved and increased people's life. It's increased their what's that word they use, uh, bandwidth for prayer. Uh, and it's increased our uh, capacities in different levels, uh, which means that we were vulnerable or open to grow. And I think the the largest thing that is really, really uh, blessing me and, and helping me is for me to try to say, uh, not to try to front, you know what I mean, that I that I know it all, you know what I mean, or that that uh, that Dion knows it all or somebody or whatever else, but it is the, the, the ability to jump in and just to keep showing up for prayer and God does the rest and God adds to it and God breathes on it and dashes, uh, you know, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, uh, to it. Good morning. It's Krishana. Okay. I just want to say a great declaration. And I ditto uh, what uh, my sister, delightful Didi, said. I sing in the key of Didi, and but my father knows what I'm saying. Of a great declaration this morning. God bless. Praise God. Good morning, brother EK. Hey, my brother. Great declaration. Uh, wow. Yeah, prayer is a powerful thing, and. Uh, 
I think I was supposed to lead us in corporate prayer this morning, and I overslept. <laughs> Y'all, please forgive me. I think I was scheduled. Um, but you you touched on the 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 breath of life that that God blesses with in the morning uh, when He wakes us up in the morning. That's like a daily reset and an opportunity to to enter that day. With, with thanksgiving and praise, and, uh, that stood out for me in your declaration. You touched on so many different things uh, surrounding prayer, and I know that prayer is a, a powerful thing. And I, I remember those times when, um, when we began to 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 pray. You know what I'm saying, and come together collectively to where is that we just prayed for and kept praying, and, and, and the declaration never, uh, that became the declaration for that day, you know, and that, man, it's very powerful, and so I just want to apologize, because I, I don't, man, I don't, it's, this is a serious matter, you know what I'm saying, to to be a sentry on, on the wall, and, and on your post, and you miss your assignment, so I, I want to apologize, so. Um, for not uh, being on, on time this morning, but yeah, prayer, uh, all of the different elements you talked about uh, this morning. I, I was I was taking mental notes because I was still half asleep. <laughs> but uh, my God, uh, that corporate praise! Oh, hallelujah! You know I um. I, I I take walks, you know. Um, to try, I'm trying to, uh, you know, strengthen my health, and and I've been walking for a little while now. And oftentimes, um, the 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 praise will come up during my walk, and I'm like, my God, thank you, you know. Um, where did that come from? The first time it happened for me, I like, man. Where did that come from? You know what I'm saying? And um, and, and I have to you know, look around and see if I'm, you know, because I, 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 it just comes up. And I, 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 it's not a silent praise or prayer. It's a, it's like a worship while I'm walking. And I'm like, wow. You know, so I just want to say thank you, man, for your decoration this morning. And I thank the Heavenly Father for that finger of love this morning, that breath of life, that reset for the day that I could continue to praise him all through the day. Thank you. Bless you, man. Good morning, Brother Marcus. This is Sister Priscilla. Um, I just want to say thank you Good morning. Thank you so much for your declaration. Um, I was attracted to, well, I wasn't attracted to prayer. I get that. I get, I, I take that back. Um, but that is now it's, it's so precious to me. Um, I definitely need a reset button and I, I actually know where it's needed. It's really just going deeper, and to declare victory is helping me do that. That's a part of that. 
But um, I thank you the way you broke this down and and your and your love for prayer. I mean, when I think about it, um, that we actually have a covenant that He established where we can commune directly with the God of this world. It's an awesome privilege that He gives us. And I don't want, and I want to pray from, I want authentic prayer. I don't want to pray from a place of this is the way I need to sound. I want God to use me, and he has used me according to what people have said to me. Um, My prayer life started uh, when I first started coming to church, and they talked about intercessory prayer, and it resonated. It just kind of jumped off when the person said it. And I was had a desire, which God gave me, to get involved, to start you know, to go deeper, to go in a dip after church, not go home, but go to an, a meeting or do something. So I went to intercessory prayer, and I can tell you, um, it was intimidating. And so I didn't come back for a while because those the women in there prayed me under the table. And when I got ready to open my mouth, literally, I couldn't hardly say anything, but I felt so inadequate. But God being God um, has brought me a very long way since then, but still wanting more, still wanting the reset button, still wanting to understand more about prayer and prayer language and corporate prayer and um, and still needing more and, and still having things get in my way, like, like we all do, the battle that we have internally. So it's just, uh, it, was, it, was, it was really good and um, concise and on point and I thank you for it I thank you for the uh, for your declaration this morning wow praise God thank you so much can I say one more quick thing the, the Bible says Google, even Google stop you. <laughs> the police <laughs> and they better be at the door right now or they gonna miss it how about that <laughs> um, look, the word says, uh, and this is just in response to what you just said, Patricia, that we are to covet the gifts. Get this. It should have made you feel like that. But if you keep Romans 8, 1 in mind, it wasn't to condemn you. It was to convict you, to remind you that there is a deeper place. That's it. If if ever you feel inadequate, I need you to reset that thought and unlearn the emotion connected with uh, inadequacy and convert it to fuel for conviction that says, I need to spend more time in prayer. Can I tell you something else that I've learned? There is a level of vulnerability that none of us want to be. That's what reaching a pentacle place in prayer is. And what it does, because we are all created to worship, is when you fuel your prayer life, you could be, like, like Brother, Brother Jeff just said a moment ago, I was on my walk and all of a sudden, a tabak, a tahil came up. I didn't know where it came from. It just overtook me. The more you spend time in prayer, the more vulnerable or honest or truthful you are in prayer, the greater your worship relationship becomes. 
right? So when you say, God, I know I suck at X, Y, and Z, as if he doesn't know. But again, it's a reminder of the confession of your fault, right? And when we start to do that, our um, prayer lives begin to progress to fuel and to feed what we were created to do, and that's worship. Right? So uh, keep, keep this in mind. I'm, I'm going to give you this visual example. When a tree is simply sitting where it was planted transparently, there's nothing hidden about that, nothing deep or fancy about that, it is worshiping. When the winds blow and the trees bend, it is bowing to the Father. When the leaves fall off in fall and they grow back in the spring, it is worshiping simply by being. Nothing hidden, nothing hampered, nothing um, put to the side. If you remember that the more transparent you become with God, because it just is what it is. We be so busy hiding stuff. I don't want to hear all that prayer. <laughs> and y'all might see something in me. Who cares? Get it out and move along. That's all. I'm shutting up in real life now. The police ain't here yet, neither. I called them. Good Amen. morning. This is uh, this is jubilant. I said, let me. I need to open my mouth to Juliet. This is your twin. <laughs> um, you know, this is this call was my reset button. For months I have been sleeping. Okay, I'm gonna just be real. I'm gonna keep it real. Uh, I've been in a certain place mentally, and um, you know the prayer. And, and, and as far as the prayer part, I'm that person that wait till after the prayer and get on the line. Um, partially because if, I feel like I have ADHD when it comes to the prayer part. I just cannot stay focused, and um, it's basically like what um. Dion was saying that, you know, I'm not pressing, I'm not moving forward, I'm not, you know, I'm just, uh, instead of, I mean, I'm acknowledging, but I'm not doing anything about it. But anyway, this call this morning was a reset button. I was laying here because I've been going to bed later and later because we're at home. I'm, I'm, I'm doing work from home, which is something that I'm not used to doing. And I'm a night person, so I've been staying up later and later. And then I'm getting up later. And uh, so, um, but I've been praying, you know, inwardly. I've been praying and I've been asking God to help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. And so lately I've been noticing, and you were talking about the music part and just having a song in your heart. I've noticed that, you know, I've been been in that place in a while where I started, I start singing, you know, songs. The Lord started bringing these songs back to my mind and I've been lately just humming and singing and singing and singing to myself and singing to him. And and then all of a sudden, um, this morning, you know, uh, the alarm is always on, but I always push snooze. And the Lord was like, no, you say you want to, you, you, you want to, you want me, you want me to answer you. You want to hear from me. You need to listen to what's going on this morning. 
so I listened and and I'm just so thankful that I did, you know. I uh I listened and I didn't I didn't turn on the snooze the the clock on snooze or, you know, uh wait till it's almost time to get up because I really needed to hear this. I really needed because there was a time that I I was in that place with the Lord where, you know, I um could see him, feel him moving and I when I would pray, you know, um, I could, uh, you know, I could see, you know, people would tell me that, you know, they were touched by, you know, uh, me praying for them, you know, and I was because I was in that authentic place with God, but I hadn't been there in a long, long time. And I don't know where I fell off or, you know, because the routine kept going, but the, the connection seemed to be disconnected. And so um, I, I got frustrated, to be honest. And, and then I just, from there, I just it started going toppling down further and further and further, you know. So I just want to just thank the Lord and thank you for being obedient to, um, you know, to give this reset message today because I definitely needed to hear this. And also when you guys were talking about corporate prayer, that, um, you know, um, even if I don't feel adequate, you know, I need to get up and be a part of that because that's how my prayer life is going to be strengthened and how I'm going to help as far as, you know, as far as being in the corporate worship for things to move, not just in my life, but in my community and in this country. So I just wanted to say that I just thank you for being obedient. I know that there was somebody else after you, Juliet, but, but let me say this on the heels of what you just said. Um, and, and this is just what I'm feeling impressed to say by the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> when we have the moments of corporate prayer and you don't lift your voice, you are being a thief. You're stealing. And what you are stealing is his glory. What you are stealing is his worship. It's, it's like it, it is a place of, and, and I'm going to say this from a place of guilt because I've been there. It is a place of pride um, that, that tells you, and it's, it's the whispers of the enemy. It don't take all that. That's not a necessity. Uh, I wish they'd hurry up with that. Or when people do stuff like say amen and amen while the person that is leading corporate prayer is still praying, um, it is disrespectful to somebody else's breakthrough. And so I, I want us to, for real, prayer is a location. It is a, it is a constant. Um, my grandmother used to say, keep the prayer wheel turning. Um, it is a fervency that is necessary especially in this climate where the world's government is being overturned and kingdom legislation is being implemented and you are responsible for standing in the seat of your office. If your office or your mantle is intercession and you are out of pocket, it's, it's almost like my mother gives this analogy. The game cannot begin until all the players are in place. The umpire has absolutely no place in, in, uh, on second base, right? The outfieldsman or the leftfieldsman doesn't have any place on the pitcher's mound. 
We all have a place, which is why he says, occupy. That means do business until I come. If your place and your position in prayer, you may be called to pray for the nations. You may be called to pray for your local government. Everyone has a burden. And if you spend time in prayer in that place of vulnerability without your agenda and your objective at the forefront of your thought process, you can hear God clearly as it relates to what you are responsible for. We keep asking God for stuff and he keeps asking us for stuff, right? Which goes right back to Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness. Listen, the kingdom of God, which means the government or the legislation of God, what he is doing because he is just judge, is judging the earth. And if we as believers are out of place and out of position, heaven cannot come to earth. I hope that made sense. Okay, for real, I'm shutting up. No, Dion, before you leave, though, real quickly, what if you feel, okay, this is where I was being for a minute, and maybe I'm just being disobedient or whatever. I just don't understand. But, I mean, people, you know, people say that I'm a prayer warrior. I don't feel like a prayer warrior. Well, but that has nothing to do with anything other than your inability to receive God's love in the place where you feel inadequate. It is, it is a place of, um, whether or not we will acknowledge it, a place of self-hatred <laughs> has nothing to do with kingdom legislation. You know what your role and responsibility is. You say it over and over again. But we make active decisions not to release our will to walk into his. Do uh, Explain kingdom, les- 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 you know what I mean. Kingdom uh, legislation. <laughs> so if, if, if you pay attention, where do you think that the world got government from? You think they just thought it up? Nothing can happen in the earth unless it's already happened in the heavens. And when you understand that even kingdom rule, right, even kingdom reign and and governmental order came from kingdom. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. That's why you got to read your word. If you pay attention to the parallels between the world's governmental system and, and heaven's governmental system, you'll understand that they duplicated heaven. We didn't duplicate them. Right? There are offices and officials. There are judges. There are, like, like there are cloud of witnesses. Pay attention. Get in your word. Know who you are. Every single thing about even corporate prayer has everything to do with identity. Get this. Even the day of Pentecost, it says, and the spirit was poured on them. Guess what happened in that moment? They recognized who they were. They recognized what they were called to do. And they collectively agreed that they understood that they were created to worship. And everything changed. The moment you get that you have something living on the inside of you, someone living on the inside of you, that literally, if you get out of the driver's seat and become the passenger, you become heaven on earth. 
You are legislating according to your legal right, the authority given to you, the access that was already given to you according to being predestined. You have a responsibility to be. This tree that's in my front yard, it doesn't ask where to grow from. It doesn't ask to bear leaves. It doesn't ask to bend when the wind blows. It doesn't ask for birds to perch on it. It just is. These blades of grass, when they grow, they're not confused about their role and responsibility. They grow and they get cut back. They grow and they get cut back. And when they're not watered, they die. You understand? If the Spirit of God is living water and you don't suck with him, you're thirsty. You got dry bones. But get this, according to Ezekiel, the 37th chapter, listen, the dry bones had not been declared dead according to heaven's legislation which is the only reason why he said, son of man, prophesy to the bones that they may live. My grass in areas is brown. If I water it, it's going to get up. The ruha of God is what does it. But you got to decide. You got to choose. It's your responsibility. God is not going to make you be who he already said you are. It is what it was. Okay, Dawson. That's all. That's all. I, I hope that helps. And and we can continue this conversation. I got to jump in the shower and get dressed and go to work. Uh, Do that. Go ahead. Yeah. I, go all ahead. Right. I got all you. Right. All right. All right. I, I know that there were a couple of other other people that had stuff to say. I'm sorry, you guys. I get excited yeah, when I think about it. Can you repeat? Can you repeat? You said we. Uh, we. <laughs> Good morning. Um, Good morning. We have a responsibility to be in our position. Sorry. Something. No, 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 no. It's okay. All I'm saying is if we stop worrying about what we think things should be, if you go ahead and take the time to grieve what you thought your life would be and start to walk in what God already said it is. We keep anticipating stuff when we don't have to. All we have to do is walk, right? The steps of a righteous man are ordered of and by God. Order, 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 order. We just get in our way. We get in our way in our head. We get in our way in this climate. We don't understand that we are kingdom citizens living in a foreign place. We have a whole nother language. And until you learn the language of the courts, do you think that the people in the castle have the same type of dialogue or communication as the people uh, that are walking around milling in the streets or the poppers? Do you, do you think that they communicate? If you go right now to England, uh, to, to castles and to places where there are kingdoms. Do you think that they greet one another? Hey, man, what's he? No, 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 no. There is a whole vernacular for kingdom. And when you don't know the vocabulary because you've not spent time in the word and in his presence, it's almost impossible to communicate in kingdom. We keep speaking earth and he keeps speaking heaven. 
But you've got to learn the language of heaven. The only way to do that is through relationship. The only way to do that is through exposure. If you want to speak Spanish, you can't learn Spanish and never listen to it and never speak it. There is no difference. It's a whole dialect. Okay, I'm sorry. Somebody else have anything before we get ready to wrap it up? Because I can do this all day. I have got juice. <laughs> and you are not sorry for it. I'm not at all. You're right, Mama. Good morning. This is um, Marcelle, and forgive me for being late this morning, but I'm, wow. Um, Thank you for the the declaration, and I just want to praise God right there and constantly reminded of, you know, even in my prayers daily and understanding that, yeah, our lives, every intricate and detail of our lives has already been written and to talk, to pray every morning on earth as it is in heaven, you know, give us our daily bread so that we may eat and, and water us and so that we will never thirst again. I'm reminded also of my my aunt who has passed on. Um, she would pray with me. She didn't have any kids, but she would pray with me every morning. She lived with us and she would pray, pray the Lord's Prayer. And when she passed on, you know, the, the Spirit reminded me of how she took the time to do that. And just the confirmation that I will never thirst again, that I will never be hungry again, and that I'm that I will be satisfied for all the days of my life because of the Word of God in me, because of the Spirit of God in me. Um, not to be cocky or overconfident, but that because he lives in me, because my purpose has already been predestined, then this is just a daily walk for him to continue to reveal what that is. And I'm just, again, thankful and um, um, overjoyed this morning. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody about to say something? Hey. Go ahead. Yeah, this is Gloria. Good morning, Dion. Good morning, hey, Dee family. Hey, so the authority that we have, I, I, I bless God for, for the prayer, for being able to pray and the Holy Spirit praying through us, but the authority that we have, we only, as we only uh, are execu- execute, executing what God's already given us. So I invite you all to come and join us on our Archer Circle, where the focus is intercessory prayer. But you, we are also learning together how to um, how to put put the to use the right vernacular to actually access what God's already given us. Because as we every every round, it says that we we learn God. Every round goes higher and higher. We get to know more of Him. The more of Him we know, the more of Him we are to know, and not only to know but to exercise. Because in this day and time that we're living in, it's and I and I can honestly attest to this. The, the what God is, has given to me or ha, has me come to understand is that what we're living in now is nothing like what we've lived in before. And we have the authority to pray and believe God for his will to come on this earth, just like it is in heaven. And it, 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 it you can't be a punk. And I'm, I, I have to use that word because for years I was a punk. 
and I let the devil punk me and I didn't want to do and I, and all that, but, and it takes, it does take sacrifice. It takes making your mind up and submitting to the will of God to go ahead and do what God told you to do. And so I, I, I bless him for the time that he's given me to, to stay on the wall and to learn what my, my assignment is and to help and by his power and his spirit to exercise and to do what he's called me to do. God bless you. I love you. I appreciate you all. Amen. Love, love you too. Um, I'm, I'm going to say this really quick. A lot of times because the world's culture um, is so hell bent on making people feel bad about being great. Uh, about making people feel bad about uh, being called to a thing or attempting to measure who you are in contrast to who they are or want what you have but don't want to go through what you went through to get to what you have. There comes a time Jesus never apologized for being the son of God. He never said sorry. <laughs> he never said, he never said sorry. And he performed miracles, signs, and wonders to their chagrin. And, and, and in other words, said, what else would you have me to do? I am who I am. I'm called to do what I'm called to do. And I'm not repenting. I'm not sorry because this is who I am. This is who God made me. Now, I'm not talking about illegitimate boasting. I'm, I'm talking about making your boast in the Lord. There's a level of confidence that comes upon you when you get to a place where you know without a shadow of a doubt that you are a son of God. There's a level of authority that you walk in where it calls for no apology. And the people that don't get it, you're just not there yet. That's fine. When you get there, holler back. But right now, stop being sorry for for being called. And that has nothing to do with arrogance. At all. That that took me a minute to get. I, I used to not be able to listen to and, and don't get don't get it twisted. I, I see flesh and I, I know the difference. I couldn't listen to Matthew Stevenson. He was so confident. But the more I listened, or Hart Ramsey, or Miles Monroe, some of the great greats, uh, Carolyn Kuhlman, there are so many that just, first of all, are walking in identity. And you start to recognize that you are limitless with the support of the Holy Spirit. Period. You're limitless. There's nothing that's impossible that comes from relationship. If my mama had told me all day long my name was Sarah, it ain't no way on God's green earth I'd let you come tell me my name is Pam. My name is not Pam. My name is Sarah. <laughs> right? And when you get that and you grab a hold of that and you stand in that, you you don't you you can't just call me anything. I'm not mediocre. I'm not average. I'm not regular. And I don't have to be. Right? And that's the mindset. That's the mind of Christ. He, he didn't bow down to anything they said. And if you look at the testimonies, the testaments of the disciples, they didn't apologize. They lost their lives standing for what they believed. They never backed down. Consider Daniel. Hallelujah. Consider just any, any of the testimonies of our forefathers. 
of our ancestors, of our history. They didn't apologize for being called. Amen. Anybody else have anything? Hey, I got the damn. Damn. Yeah. This JD, just real quick, because that in, in, intimidation spirit that happens, it's real. And for me, I always mention the classes that I took because when I took the spiritual warfare class, I, when I tell you shaken, but the boldness came because I had to get that part that I can't compare myself to my pastors or to whoever. Once I did that, how I'm wired, I'm wired. And so, like you said, holler back if you don't get it it's okay it used to hurt my feelings when I heard stuff like what's still here oh she do too much maybe you're not doing enough and you don't know what my praise you don't there's a story behind my praise there's a story behind everything that we we all have our own walk but when you understand that you there's not a competition for one I'm not in competing with how you pray or how Tanya declares none of that matters because God knows knows exactly what we're going through so i'm just grateful and i always have to tell you and i know you're probably gonna sock me later but thank you for pulling me out because i was you know i was wild then so you actually along with my classes and my church it helped me not to just keep fighting in that flesh but fighting spiritually because fighting spiritually you don't get no bruises like that like you know you know what i mean you fight but, you know what i mean you you got me <laughs> Amen. Sister Dion, this is Cynthia. Uh-huh. Okay. My my reset is um um calling um the one hundred with God challenge um declare victory. That's my reset is calling every day. Um it's an encouragement and it's also um my um it's also a, a, a consistency for me, um, being able to call and um, being able to be on the prayer line. And also I, what I wanted to bring up is um, the prayer that we do when, when you guys tell us to come off the mute and pray. The prayer for me today uh, was um, totally different. It was, uh, it was a, I don't know if I want to say it was a reset, but it was much clearer and everything. Um, God uses you like he uses my um, God mom, and um, I'm not giving you praise, but you're, you're, you're very powerful. The, 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 the anointing that's on your, on your life, it, I feel it all in me, and I'm here. Since you, you, you done walked away from your fall, sis, we can't hear you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm here on the other side. <laughs> I was getting the door on that um, work. I was, um, I, the anointing is just so heavy. Um, and he uses you to answer everything. Sometimes when I'm quiet and I don't want to say nothing and what I'm thinking, he brings it, he, he uses you to bring it out of me. And I'm like, wow. And I, so I see how God is um, working in my life and everything. I'm also a prayer warrior. He, teaching me how to not be quiet and how to speak out and how to pray out and everything. So I really uh, appreciate you. Uh, everything that you have said, he used you for the stuff that I was thinking of and what I was going through, he used you and you just poured it all out. And I'm like, wow. So I just wanted to come on here and let you know that God is really making a difference in my life and he is using you 
pour everything out of me, even if I don't just say nothing. So when you do say stuff, uh, um, sometimes sometimes I I be thinking that okay, um, maybe I should be quiet. I don't I, I don't want to talk too much, but then I know that um, we should speak out so that you guys can see what God is doing in, in people's lives, and He's really Amen. making a difference in my. That's what's up. And, and and let me let me tell you a magic trick. <clears throat> a, a lot of times we, we don't necessarily understand um that we say all the time, open up your mouth. We call it finding your voice. So you don't have to apologize mm-hmm. for talking. And and what you'll notice is different ones talk a whole bunch in finding your voice and finding your process and, and then the enemy will creep in and tell you to shut up. Well, the, the, the silencing is in when he tells you to shut up, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean that your voice is not necessary and that your voice is not heard. So I thank you, Cynthia, uh, for being open to better. Good morning. Was looking for you on the sister, on the women's call last night, Cynthia, you crossed my mind. I was like, I, I hope she's here. So join us on Thursday night. Love you. Okay. Amen. Amen. Anybody else before we go this morning? Oh, good morning. This is Melinda. <clears throat> yes, I, I I truly need a um a heart reset. Um um the um the declarer spoke on um on having odds. And I have a a, a very painful uh, with the sister that introduced me to declare victory and it's so heavy to when i try to pray and ask um ask for um you know for me to forgive her it the prayer turns bitter and this has been going on since may she came to visit me from seattle and um okay we but actually, wait don't don't go don't go into the story Let's pause right there. Okay. And and let me let me let me tell you two things. The first one is mm-hmm. forgiveness is a decision. Nothing more, nothing less. Mm-hmm. And initially the decision precedes the healing. But what we what we don't ever have the ability to do is get over it when we keep fueling the flame. Right? Mm-hmm. So so what what you learn to do is forgive in advance. You make an active decision to every day. Mm-hmm. I don't care how long it takes you because I, I would never allow anyone that doesn't hold my faith to hold me hostage to a situation and a circumstance. Everything that is done when you when you change your perspective mm-hmm. and when you open open up your heart so that God can rinse it out. People do things for reasons. People become who they are because of sets of circumstances. And when you get this right here, Melinda, you get over it, move on, and and it doesn't become that place of bitterness or pain. That 99.999% of the time, it ain't personal. It's capacity. People can only give you what they got. Mm-hmm. That's it. it. It don't have nothing to do with you. All, all kidding to the left, and, and I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound harsh, but I need to say it because you've been talking about this since May. 
It ain't about you. Let it go, get over it, and move on. It ain't no way on God's green earth that that person can hold you hostage as old as you are. I'm sure many people have offended you. Girl, if you don't let that go, let that go. It is what it is. It happens, and it's over. It's done. It is whole entire November. And and they not that important, I assure you. Amen. We hold people hostage to our expectation of them. Yeah. And I'm going to say it just like this. Who you think you are? No better than her. That's all. So now, all right. I love you. I love you too. Decide. Anybody else? I Praise love you, girl. You owned one this morning. I'm sorry. I, I I had a I had a whole hard cold worship yesterday, baby. That thing just hit me in my shanana, and <laughs> child, I ain't slept. I ain't slept but a couple of hours uh, behind bugging God. That's it. I've been That's feeling all. you all morning. Yeah, I felt like it. If I play, hey, if Deanna, I play the song. Wait, if I played the song I wanted to play right now, y'all are sweating. God, I already have a feeling. <laughs> I know what it ain't. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, but I, I, I'm with mom on that one. You, when I tell you, you getting, whew, you, you throwing down, sis, and it's necessary because we're at a time, and with everything that's going on, like my sister Gloria said, you can't be no punk. Don't punk out. You got to get into that word for real. So I love you. So saying, just keep on. We might need to go a little longer on this morning. <laughs> Listen to this. Cold party is yesterday. I felt myself headed to a pity party. I felt myself like walking into that thing. And I said, the devil is 18 lives. And baby, when I tell you I turned on me some Chandler Moore, you're a man of your word. And dance my little self silly. Y'all know I ain't got no dance. Can you be having to be my stand-in uh, for for a little two-step? But I and you know it's a little hood, so I was able to do a uh, hey hey. So I got turned, and it went from there. And and listen, when I say I feel better, so much better since I laid my burden down. But it was an active decision that I refused. I ain't going in there. Not today. You got to try that again tomorrow, bro. <laughs> Not today. I ain't going. I ain't going. I ain't going. This boy going to take this chemo pill, and we going to push. You hear me? Hallelujah. Bless his high name. Hey, yes. <laughs> That's what it means when it says casting down imagination and yes. every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge yes. of God. Capture that thing and cast that thing down. The devil is, yep. like you said, 18 lives. 18 That's, lives. Whole entire one. That's turning worry into worship and pity into praise in 3D. You, you ain't got to, to read about it. You can see it. That's right. Yes. That's all. We got some decisions to make. Hey, girlfriend. I know you love the word this morning, girl. I'm so glad you feel good, Vine. That made me happy. That made me happy. I love you. I love you. 
I know, girl. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad I help you all the time. I appreciate that, Yvonne. That means a whole bunch to me. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. It's Priscilla again. I want to say something real quickly. First of all, I love Yvonne's sound. And I understand what you say about sound. And her sound has always been precious to me from the very beginning. Not quite a year yet on Declare Victory, but I do struggle with going back and forth into quietness. And um, uh, mainly because I've been brought up by my mother, who's always told me to be polite and to consider others and all that kind of good stuff. But it is a battle of mine internally. I'll say that. But uh, something you said, because I've been told recently um, that uh, I have a gift of prayer and that um, it just pours out and God, I, I allow God to use me. And uh, recently someone in my um, church has come to me and told me what, uh, said to me some things about, you know, uh, positioning myself on intercessory prayer. And I hate to say team, because to me, everybody that's a believer uh, should pray. I mean, that's just the way I feel about it. But um, I stepped back and I said, I know what you're saying. Uh, my mom said that to me before she left the earth. Um, I do believe it's there too because of, of, I didn't know anything about intercessory prayer when I showed up. I, I just It just resonated and I went and one thing led to another. So it has been a process. But you said something. Because I turned and I said to her, I don't see what you're saying. I don't see that. That's not what I believe. But I, I, I accepted what she said because I want to walk into to my giftings and my authority. I want to know more about, about my relationship with God and why I'm here, all that. I want to go deeper. So I accepted what she said, but my response to her was, I don't see that. That's not what I see. and um, you just said, you mentioned it's a part of self-hatred. It's a part of um, you not believing uh, some things that God says about you, something you said like that. Some, some, but you, I remember you saying self-hatred or not liking yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and I never thought that. And so that jumped out for me um, because I don't want, all I have is me. And God, I don't want to self-hate me. And he made me, fearfully and wonderfully made me. I don't want to have self-hatred for something he made so wonderful. So can you just expound on that a little bit, if you have the time? <laughs> well, this this is what I have learned and am learning, because the process never ends. Mm, yeah. Right? So if we understand the fruit of the spirit, not the fruits with an S, we understand um, a couple of different things that we lack love for self. And and that's all um, even atheism is, the inability to receive God's love in a place where you lack. Right? And so... 
self-hatred is reflected in so many different things, committing sin against our body um, from uh, alcoholism to addiction to uh, premarital sex to uh, smoking to um, even even lying and cheating morally. And there are places where we have believed a lie about us. And we have not yet totally received God's love in its stead. When you understand the law of grace and you recognize that we don't walk in, in Old Testament legislation and it does not discount or dismantle the truth of the Old Testament, you recognize that there are parts of who we are that are simply governed by our exposure to culture. Right? It, it's, not, it's not something that um, is an eight because if you notice the things that we do that are, are technically illegal you feel the way about it if you have any moral fiber right and so when I say self-hatred there there are things that we do to ourselves toxic relationships um, continually beating ourselves up. It's a, it's a complete result of a low love quotient. Hmm. Makes sense. That's all. Sister Dion. Yes, Brother Jeff. You know, I want to speak to feeling uh, inadequate in my posture of prayer and what I've learned uh, since I've been connected with Claire Victory, how to press past um, my my feelings of you know because you you said something about what which made me think about uh, humility and being humble and. Uh, submitting myself to God. So when when I when I experience those feelings and emotions of inadequacy, to keep going, keep pressing, Jeff, keep crying out to God, keep praying, right? Because sometimes you you know I I want to stop and I want to give up because you know it's like. Okay, well, you don't pray like so and so, and they anointed and all of that. Well, you know, the enemy be throwing all this stuff in my head. But Jeff, just pray with a sincere heart, to the best of your ability, to God, and don't give up, don't quit. And that's what I learned since I've been connected in my prayer life. I have grown. Um, Spiritually, uh, my connection, my relationship with Christ have grown. And, and I know that where well, I've learned that it ain't nothing but the enemy attacking me uh, and trying to, to prevent me from continue to pray and give God glory. And so it's like for me, like you said, you you stealing if you don't press, you know, if you stop and give up and, and, and 
you know, it's like, okay, join, whether you join into the corporate praise or not, you know, sometimes I just have my phone on mute, right? But I'm praying and I'm pressing. I'm trying to, uh, I'm pushing through uh, past, you know, the, the my my fleshly emotions that are trying to hinder me from uh, glorifying God, you know. So I'm glad you you. You know, you always say you, you will win if you don't quit, and and so it's like it's I, I pay attention to when I'm being resistant and I'm not being humble, you, you know. When well, actually, I well this I don't know if it's me or my flesh, but I I have to press past it and say, uh uh-uh, uh, okay, you don't want to praise God, but I'm gonna keep praising Him anyway. You know, because I do feel inadequate at different times when it comes to uh, praise and worship, but I I I I won't give up. I'm thankful that God don't allow me to give up and just settle uh, for you know. And sometimes I have I start off with the mundane and and the repetitious, but I'm always trying to press and get into that that place of holiness to where is that uh, I'm being led by my spirit and not just by my emotions. And that's that's all it's about. That that's all it's about. Our our um when we make a decision to feel inadequate is because somewhere we have compared something. The the only it's it's based on your measuring stick. You know when when you stop measuring yourself against someone, um, and and in of sort is sometimes a place of pride. It's not intentional. It just is. It's it's again it's cultural exposure. We get exposed to things. We get exposed to people. And then we make active decisions to judge ourselves based on what we've experienced when that's not the truth. The only thing that's the truth is the word and what the word says about who we are. Everything else is not, it it opposes what God already said. That's all. And again, uh, it goes uh, right back to casting down false imagination. Go ahead. I'm sorry. um, um, Of course, you know, I'm, then took a shower, got to right. work, dressed, everything. Right. Uh, uh, um, growing up uh, around a lot of great preachers and having great preachers on the Bernstein side of my family and having just all these people, um, it was a, a enormous pressure uh, as a young man to learn how to pray or to pray up to their status or you see somebody pray and then they uh, as we say, they would dump the church or God would move through their, their prayer. Um, and what happens is it's that spirit of competition, your own inadequacies and all those other things that come up um, as you. So you try to raise your bar by almost impressing or tickling God's ear with different kind of communication and the pressure and the pride uh, instead of praying from the pureness uh, of your heart and soul and trying to connect with God's heart and and please God's ear with your humbleness. Uh, because growing up around 
uh, Sean Teal, Maurice Bates, I mean, Harry Ford, all these great preachers, all these great prayers. And here I am, a young deacon. And every time they, they put you up in hot, fiery situations, you you got to produce, you know. And, mm. and, Perform- and I, I think I, I, Say it again? Performance-based faith. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, or they put you up in a hot situation and, and they want you, or even your pastor, depending on how you grew up or whatever else, I've heard people say, dump this house, you know what I mean? And, and get up and you'd be like, huh? You know, you know, that's, uh, that's, it's amazing. But, but you, we say it, it, we don't think that it happens, but it does. You know, he mm-hmm. didn't say pray and shift the room. He didn't say, you know, pray from a pure place, son. They get up and get you and then say something like dump the house. And you'd be like, what? You know, so um, it, it, it's real, but, but your confidence comes in prayer as you begin to love yourself, love, love God, love yourself, and then really just coming from that unique, that totally pure place and space. That's what pleases God. That's what tickles God's ear. And I don't have to worry about uh, uh, that because he uniquely made you. And because he uniquely made you, you don't have to measure up to anybody's standards. And inadequacies and, and, and um, what is the other words they use? Uh, uh, um, being insecure or something like that, or the pressure of being with people that are, are better than you is really going to do nothing but sharpen your iron. Thanks. I just want to comment that um, uh, something that Dion just said a moment ago about um, when you, um, it's kind of your thoughts. If we don't, Spend, uh, I find that if I don't spend enough time in my word, I hear the echoes of the world versus um, God, what God says about me, about um, what he has said. So the more that I spend more time in his word, when, other, when I hear the opposite, you know, it just, um, it's loud. And so I just, one of the things I think that helps um, is just really, spend, you know, studying, spending more time in his word. Think on these things which are perfect. Think on these things which are pure. Think on these things which are of a good report. Right? It's it's all word based. The more the more word you have, the more capable you are of overcoming um, the the thoughts that attempt to impede upon the truth of who God says we already are. That's all. What she said. Hey, good morning. Oh, sorry. Were you there, Krishanda? I was. She's just so much more succinct than I am. <laughs> oh, no, because I, I was like, okay, I think she's trying to tell you something else. I just wanted to make sure. Um, okay. Well, I just wanted to say hello to girlfriend really quick. And then also thank you, Dion, for um, uh, expounding on the corporate praise and how um, sometimes because at first when I got on, I'm like, what is all of this? What is all of this? But I wasn't in um, the right uh, position to receive it. And so now it's like, okay, now it's time to get to get in there, as uh, <laughs> my sister would say, get in there. So I thank you for explaining that because I didn't understand. I thought something was wrong with me. Like, why is everybody else just like they just going and stuff like that? So I really appreciate you. Um, expounding on that and also getting to the root of it about um pride and and self 
inflicted hatred or other people saying things to you that you you received, but that was not of God. So thank you for clearing that up for me. Blessings. Love you, girl. Amen. Good stuff. Good morning. Good morning. This is that. Quick hey, comment. You, mm-hmm. you just had me thinking about the corporate prayer. I do kind of get distracted sometimes when it be the corporate prayer. But when you just said, when you're not opening your mouth during corporate prayer, you're stealing. I never, never thought of it like that. I never, never thought of it like that. I'll be listening. I'll get distracted. Then I'll get back on when to declare, you know, when it's time for the declare. But when you said that, it kind of like touched me like, wow, you're stealing. Pretty much. <laughs> help, help, Lord, help. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. All right, y'all, it's 8.15, and I absolutely have to get out of here. Um, thank everyone for your participation, for your transparency, for your openness, um, and and even for your desire to, to be stretched. Um, I pray that something that was said today inspired you, encouraged you, and empowered you to keep believing God for better um, and to trust and respect his process. Don't beat yourself up unnecessarily and ask him to fill those places where you love yourself less. It is life altering. And so I'm excited about those that are called to higher places, um, not only arriving, but arriving whole, right? Not just healed, but whole, that, that, the, the holes in your soul, the tears in your soul would be filled with his love and you'd be empowered to be everything that he promised uh, that you would be. Amen. Amen. Receive it Amen. in the spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, y'all go and grow in love. Be the Jesus that somebody needs to see. And uh, don't forget Friday Night Live. And I will catch you guys right back here tomorrow for another day of encouragement, inspiration, and empowerment. Love you all to life. Have an amazing, amazing day, guys. Bye. Happy Happy Friday. Thanks. God bless you. Love you too. Have a good day, everybody. Have a blessed day. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. 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 Love you. Love you. Praying for our youth
heaven bent, supporting one another a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Praying for our youth, 
heaven bent, supporting one another a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching light, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching light, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching light, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Praying for our youth, 
heaven bent, supporting one another a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. It's God. 